road game, and it's tough sometimes in this Iowa conference to win on the road. Coach, you played this team at home on February 13th. They got you good, 89-57. to 57. What do you remember about that loss? Well, they just shot it real well, and we didn't, um, we didn't do a very good job of um, taking care of the ball, and uh, I think we got a little bit frustrated at times, but that kind of happens when you have a lot of um, old young kids for their first time and everything for experience, and, you know, I think we've learned from that time. Coach, last time you were in action was this past Wednesday. You were in Creston, Iowa. You get beat by Southwestern, 81-62. to um, It was 32-31. You led at halftime. Michael Anderson, 23 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals. Evan Decker had 10.7 boards. Jared Lopez scored 16. You were outscored 50-30 to in the second half. Again, an 81-62 loss. Coach, what was the difference between the first half and second half? Um, our big kid, Ben, too, got in foul trouble. Um, and then... Um, you know, he picked up his fourth foul you know, in the beginning of the second half there, and we had to take him out, and that kind of hurt us. And then they started, you know, just kind of beating us on the boards a little bit, and we, and we weren't able to get any easy baskets. Again, an 81-62 loss <laughs> last Wednesday. You dropped to 3-13 and on the year. Coach, it's been a strange year. Obviously, COVID has completely changed everything. You're used to playing in – you know, practicing at mid-October, you're ready for your first game in, in November 1st, and the season didn't start till mid-January, and here we are in mid-March, and you still got, what, two or three weeks left in the season, possibly, maybe more, but here you are at 3-13. and 13. What, What's the psyche of your players like right now? Oh, I think it's really pretty good. Practices have been good. Um, we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into this year, and we also knew that we were having a lot of newcomers, and um, that was one of the goals that we talked about, just, just getting better daily. Um, and I think we've done that. But it's still, you know, everything is easier when you win. But um, we haven't been able to do that. And, um, and, and, and you know, i got to give them credit. You know, they've come to practice and they played hard. We had a good practice yesterday. And um, we had a whole practice this morning because we had to get on the road and not everyone can be there because oh it's class schedules and so it's kind of hard to get everyone together too but at least we're at least we're making headway i mean i feel good about that again northeast hawks men's basketball coach dan anderson with me on sports talk on 106 kicks broadcasting live from market grill at hyvee west again the hawks three and 13 on the season they got a road game in burlington iowa against Southeastern Community College today at 1 o'clock. Coach, Michael Anderson has been kind of your leader this season. Again, he's coming off a 23.8 rebound, two-steal performance. Has this been difficult for him with the season going the way it is? Oh, no. I I think, you know, uh, we haven't been able to get him a whole lot of help, you know, um, especially people with experience. But, um, you know, he's been a great leader, and um, he knew that this was going to be tough, and um, you know, he's, he's got, he'll have opportunities to go on and play, but if he decides that he wants to come back and play with these guys, and uh, recruiting has been going well for next year already. And um, so, you know, everything is pretty positive. Coach, obviously you're focused on the task at hand, that being the game against Southeastern in Burlington here this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Your remaining schedule, home games against Iowa Central, Des Moines area, and Iowa Lakes. you got a road game at North Iowa area at Marshalltown. How difficult is the remainder of the schedule? 
Well, I think each one of those games are winnable. I mean, it's, um, you know, I know a couple of those groups have beaten us, but, you know, they are winnable ball games, and I think we will be able to do that. And, um, you know, we'll try to salvage whatever's left of this year. All right. Well, Coach Anderson, wish you the best of luck today. Again, a 1 o'clock road game at Southeastern in Burlington. Uh, let's try to get that fourth win of the season, huh? Yep. Sounds great. Join me now on Sports Talk as Humphrey St. Francis boys basketball coach Eric Kessler. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Well, you finish the season with a mark of 22-5. and five. You finish third in the state in Class D2 as you beat O'Neill St. Mary's 56-39 to yesterday morning. You led 24-9 after the first quarter, 35-18 to at halftime, 48-26 after three quarters, 56-39 to is the final. Unofficially, I had Tanner Pfeiffer for 17 points and seven rebounds. Justin Leifeld scored 16. Uh, Coach, congratulations on the win. Your overall thoughts on the victory yesterday? I, you know, I'm just extremely proud uh, uh, how we played uh, yesterday. Um, you know, the third place game is not exactly where anybody wants to be, and you never know how how things are going to go or how kids are going to react um, to the disappointment of the day before. Um, but just proud that you know our seniors really stepped up and um, you know just, just kind of set the tone early for the game. And then obviously Tanner and some of our other guys got going. So um, you know, it's not where we wanted to be, but it's a good way to end the season with a win. Only two teams can do that, and, and uh, we're, we're happy we're one of them. Nine times out of ten, I have a conversation about basketball with a coach. I'm usually talking about scoring much like I just did with you. Actually, the number one probably headline regarding your team in this game yesterday is that you held Aiden Hedstrom of O'Neill St. Mary's, who averages 24 points per game. You held him to eight points all in the third quarter. He was scoreless at halftime. How the heck did you do that? Uh, that's a, yeah, that's a good uh, good question. Uh, he's just a tremendous player, probably the best player in D2. And, uh, you know, it was obviously a team effort. And we play zone, so we really tried to focus on, um, you know, knowing where he is all the time and not giving him any open looks. And then when he had it, you know, having two guys kind of squeeze him. And uh, we were able to do a pretty good job. He's a, he's a really good player. And he, he got going a little bit in the third quarter, but uh, we were able to hold him, um, you know, pretty well overall. The odd thing, it, was, it wasn't that he was missing shots. He wasn't touching the basketball. That was the thing. Yeah, you know, we kind of tried to press him full court most of the time. And, and uh, you know, when he had it, you know, double him and try to get the ball out of his hands. And then sometimes he wasn't able to get it back. And, and uh, you know, in the first half, I don't know, like you said, I don't know how many shots he even took. Um, and, and uh, you know, our kids kind of responded to what they were supposed to do and, and kind of executed. So it was, uh, it was definitely a good defensive effort. Again, Humphrey St. Francis with a victory over O'Neill St. Mary's yesterday in the third place game, 56-39, to Class D2, a game heard on 97.5 KEXL. Coach, opening round, you beat Wynott 49-41. Semis, you lose to Fall City, Sacred Heart 60-49. to Obviously the win on Friday. Just your overall thoughts on the state tournament as a whole. Uh, yeah, a roller coaster. Uh, you know, the... Um... You know, the first game Wednesday night, you know, such a high. Why not such a good team? And, we, you know, we had to come back and, and dig deep and, and uh, you know, really played well. It was a great atmosphere. Um, and then, you know, you go to the semifinals, and then it's, it's kind of the opposite feeling when, you you, you know, the great team you're playing against and, and you're not able to get it done. And it's it's just a low um, when you have that disappointment. And then you go the next day and you have a uh, – Play really good and end the season on on a on a on a on a really good note. So uh, it's a roller coaster weekend, and uh, but proud of our kids and how we competed uh, not only this weekend and throughout the year, and and um, you know as we reflect, obviously it was a, a great season. Coach Kessler, I think I talked to you on the pregame show before the Why Not game, and you'd mentioned a loss to Burwell midway through the season, and you kind of I don't know if you were joking or somewhat tongue in cheek. You were kind of telling me you didn't think you were ever going to get to the state tournament. With all that being said, does, are you shocked that you finished third in the state? based on maybe what you were thinking November, December? 
um, I won't maybe not use the word shocked, but certainly pleasantly surprised. You know, we were well, like I mentioned to you, I, I think they beat us by 25. We lost three games in a row, and that doesn't happen very often for us. Um, and then, you know, our kids just kind of, you know, we, we did a better job in practice and, and responded, found our roles, um, kind of stayed the course, and, and we got hot at the right time of year. And, and you know, we're able to have it, you know, finish the season the right way and get to the state tournament. And you win two games down the link, and that's a pretty good accomplishment overall. So, Super happy for our seniors and, and our all, our entire team overall. Again, Humphrey St. Francis boys basketball coach Eric Kessler with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. Again, the Flyers finished 22-5, third in the state in Class D2. It's going to take me about an hour here, Coach, to get through all your seniors. Tyler Preister, uh, Carter Welch, Austin Leifeld, Justin Leifeld, Jack Lubisher, Austin Forney. That's a good group of seniors you're going to lose, Coach. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, you know, our side of school, when you have that six guys that are, you know, stay the course and go out for four years and, and uh, you know, stay with it, um, it, it's a great group. They all had different roles. Some of them were scorers. Some of them were role players. Some of them were more practice players. But all played an important role and all really good character guys. And, and um, you know, I'm super happy that the, the season went like it did and, and it ended on a positive note for them. Well, you're going to have a kind of a brand new engine next year, but uh, I guess the Ferrari you're still going to be driving is Tanner Pfeiffer is still on the team. 19.3 points per game, 8.3 rebounds, 3.6 steals, 26% from three-point range. What's Humphrey St. Francis boys basketball going to look like next season? Well, that's a good question. It certainly will be different, uh, but like you mentioned, we got a good piece to kind of build around. Tanner, Tanner's played a lot of basketball for us, and uh, you know we got some other kids that played a little bit. Jaden Cush, Colton Whitfield had some good experience this year and did a really nice job for us, and and I'm certainly uh, high on some of our younger guys. Our JV's had a good year, so it'll be a, certainly a different team, and we've got a lot of work to do this summer to get where we need to be, but um, you know, I'm certainly excited for the future. Coach Kessler, one thing that makes me nervous when you're on the sideline is when you jump up in the air the way you do, my Achilles just screams watching you jump in the air like that. Don't blow out your Achilles at any point, please. Yeah, I'm probably getting a little old to be doing some of those things, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll keep that in mind down the road. Coach Kessler, fun to cover your team this year, man. It was a pleasure. Good, Best of luck All this right. season. All right, thanks, Joe. That's Humphrey St. Francis boys basketball coach Eric Kessler with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill here at Hy-Vee West. Join me now is Corbin Hopkins. He's a deli manager here at the store. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What are we talking about this break? Well, so this week I got a bunch of stuff on sale. Um, I got my Deluso ham uh, in, in the ad for $5.99 a pound. Usually that's $9.99 a pound, so that's a, I know, ginormous sale. Okay, what's wrong with the ham? There's nothing wrong. It's just, <laughs> it's just the ham's time to shine, I guess. Okay. Um, also then, again, you know, St. Patty Day's coming up. We got our um, corned beef, $11.99 on our two roast beefs. I believe they're $12.99. So you buy a pound of that, then you also get a half a pound of Deluso cheese for free. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. And it doesn't stop there. Then you go over to um, the high V turkeys, which are seven ninety nine a pound. You buy a pound of that, and then you get a half pound of high V cheese, absolutely free. Big, you're serious? One hundred percent. You don't have like a bone to pick with anybody I, here. You're <laughs> just like you're, you're, you're coming. Out. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come up here. I'm going to sit at this table. I'm going to go on sports talk, and I'm going to give away everything. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, it's just what's in the ad. Wow. No, and I've gone through uh, boxes of my hams already. I'm uh, probably going to be by the skin of my teeth here too Sunday. So. Make sure you get in here today and get and get some of that ham. I mean, that's a that's a great price, five ninety nine. 
Again, there's some great deals going on here in the Hy-Vee West Deli. Uh, you got to come talk to Corbin Hopkins here, and, and he'll tell you about these deals again. I mean, they're giving away stuff, it seems like. Anything else you wanted to touch on? Yeah, I also, you know, you don't want to buy a full pound of corned beef. I also got pre-made um, uh, sandwiches that are on sale for $5. So you get, you know, the corned beef, the sauerkraut, and the Swiss cheese on the marble bread, um, $5 with the five-cent fuel saver on it. Wow, that's, so a, that's a you don't want to make too. them yourself. I already got them made. There you go, plus right. a five cent fuel saver. A lot of specials going on here at uh, Hy-Vee West, folks. Uh, find the deli, find Corbin Hopkins. Uh, he'll set you up. Appreciate you guys sponsoring the show. Yeah, thank you. That's Corbin Hopkins, deli manager here at Hy-Vee West. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back on the phone line, Hardington Cedar Catholic girls basketball coach Craig Wortman, the Lady Trojans, uh, finished fourth in the state in Class D1 this past weekend. He's going to talk about their adventure. Sports talk returns in a moment. Hang on. Your pathway to an undergraduate degree starts with finding your passion. South Dakota State University offers majors that will ignite your interest. Hands-on learning and first-hand experience is the best way to kick off your dream career. Have you seen the campus in Brookings, South Dakota? It's worth a look, especially since students from Nebraska can earn a degree at SDSU while paying in-state tuition rates. Schedule your personalized visit today. Nebraskans make great jackrabbits. Explore the opportunities at sdstate.edu. South Dakota State University. Be great. Start here. Have you been injured or had surgery that requires physical therapy? Trust the experts at Faith Regional Health Services. We're proud to offer individualized physical therapy because that's what you deserve. One of our therapists will work exclusively with you your entire session. You'll receive one-on-one treatment during your scheduled appointment. We'll be right by your side the whole time to ensure you're getting the most out of your physical therapy. When you need physical therapy, have faith. We're sitting down with Henry Ashoff from Peterson Ag Systems. Now is the time to go out, see what condition our pivots are in, and kind of make plans from there, right? That's correct. We had kind of a dry second half of the season this year, so a lot of those pivots worked harder this year than they have for a while. Now is the time to get out there and check that out and see if it's time to upgrade that drivetrain, upgrade the tower boxes, or maybe upgrade the panel to the field net platform to give you more control. It's also the time to consider trading that pivot in and getting a replace with a new one. Henry Ashoff at Peterson Ag Systems, your local Zematic dealer, located in Norfolk, Osmond, and Ottawa, Iowa. If you've been waiting for the right time to buy new major appliances, your wait is over. Come shop Mid-City Superstore's appliance department as they celebrate being voted Norfolk's number one appliance dealer. Recently, Mid-City Superstore was voted the best place to buy major appliances in Northeast Nebraska by builders and local contractors. Mid-City Superstore has all the top brands, including the sophisticated lineup of LG and Samsung major appliances. If you're planning to buy new appliances, plan to shop Norfolk's Mid-City Superstore with manufacturer cash rebates and LG refrigerators and all front-load washers and dryers. You'll get cashback stimulus rebates on Samsung kitchen packages with tax time savings on Samsung built-in dishwashers and all gas and electric ranges. Tax time is the best time of the year to buy appliances as dealers reduce inventories and prepare for tax time. It's the IRS Inventory Reduction Sale going on today at Norfolk Smith City Superstore. Open seven days a week, Sundays noon till five. Some appliances may be in short supply due to the pandemic. Here's the true forecast from the Weatherology Weather Center. Overcast skies this afternoon with a chance for scattered showers. Highs around 51, east winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Scattered rain showers again tonight, 39, overcast. Highs around 43, tomorrow, scattered rain showers likely. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki for 106 Kicks. Currently, it's 37. 
Join me now on Sports Talk as Harding Cedar Catholic Girls basketball coach Craig Wortman. Coach, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Not bad, Coach. It's been, man, I tell you, it's been a long week for me. My head's still spinning, but, uh, you know, things just winded down here for you. About a week ago, you finished yeah. uh, fourth in the state uh, in Class D1, 19-9 record. Coach, your overall feelings on the state tournament? Yeah, you know, I, I really thought that uh, coming into it, we got a really good seed and a, and a good bracket. I thought with the matchups, we were we could be pretty deadly to be able to make it all the way to the finals. Um, unfortunately, we just didn't quite get that that semi game, but um, I was looking forward to it. I thought we had a really good shot. Um, I know early in the season we had a letdown with uh, Ken and Aker going down, but uh, I thought the girls had played really well the last part of the season, and uh, we were really looking forward to it. So we were happy with it. Your opening round, you defeat South Platte 46-37. to You fall in overtime in the semifinals to Weeping Water 51-50, to and then Archbishop Bergen gets you in the third-place game. 40-31. to 31. Coach, your overall feelings on that third-place game? That was the last game of the season for you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the girls battled, but uh, I think the wind came out of their sail a little bit after that overtime loss, knowing how close we got to it. I mean, they, they worked hard on that last game, but uh, it's been a long season um, with a lot of high hopes, and it fell a little short there. So we struggled a little bit in that thir- that second and third quarter, came back a little in the fourth, but just didn't have enough towards the end. And I mean, Fremont Bergen's going to be a very good team. They're young. They've got a lot of young talent. Um, I'd look out for them next year for sure. Um, so don't want to take anything away from them. We just We just didn't have what we needed that day. Coach Wordman, 19-9 and nine is the final mark. I'm not speaking for you. I'm speaking if I was in your shoes. I think I would have been sick to my stomach when I watched Grace Cave make that layup at the buzzer in the championship <laughs> game to win by one point. Essentially, you tied this team. You tied this team. They add an extra four minutes on the scoreboard. You lose by one in overtime. Did you feel yeah. ill realizing just how close you were to a championship? You know, at that moment, not as much as I did when I watched the film. After I watched and saw a lot of things that we normally don't do, do, uh, I felt like, man, if we could have just got this rebound, that rebound, you know, we hit a couple layups early, a couple buckets there. I thought that game could have turned in a total different way and in our favor. But, um, you know, and the same thing, I was thinking through the game, I'm like, we need to make sure if we're going to win this, we got to be up by four so she can't beat us in the end, yeah. you know, because she's just that good of a player. And, uh, you know, that's what it came down to, and she was able to do it. And hats off to her. She's going to have a really good good chance to do some things next year when she gets into college. 19-9, Hardington Cedar Catholic uh, finishes fourth in the state in Class D1. Uh, coach uh, Bryn Wortman, 16.4 points per game, 33% from three-point range. Uh, she was your only player in double figures, but then you have Brooklyn Kane, 9.2 points per contest, 5.9 rebounds. She shot 30% from three-point range. Two pretty solid players for you. Yeah, and we're going to miss them. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that those two girls learned how to do over their four years. And, and not only just the scoring, you know, playing defense, but it was the leadership part of it that they really embraced this year. And I think that's why such a loss with McKenna going down that we were able to push forward and continue to play well. Those girls just picked up the slack and decided this: we're not going to end with that. We're going to play hard. We're going to finish, and we're going to we're going to keep these girls moving. And they did it in a way that was not overwhelming or demanding. They did it in a way of, 
hey, just come follow us and we're going to get this done. So I was really happy for those girls, the way that they really shined as seniors, and uh, we're definitely going to miss those girls next year. Again, Hardington Cedar Catholic girls basketball coach Craig Wortman with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. Coach, you're going to lose four other seniors with Wortman and Kane. That includes Megan Hymas, Gracie Dickus, Ellie Becker, and Mackenzie Arns. Your thoughts on those four girls? Yeah, there's there's really no way that we can replace that group. Um, you can only hope that that group really left enough impression to show what it takes all four years to be able to keep a program going. you got to remember, that's my first group that I started with. This was my fourth year. And those girls really just embraced everything that um, I was trying to do with our program, with the defense, with um, the team unity, with, with basically team emphasis on offense and defense. And they showed it, all six of them. It didn't matter what was going on. It didn't matter what role they had to take. They embraced it. They did it. And they showed it by getting, you know, fourth place two years in a row, which with chances both those years to be in the finals. Um, so I'm super proud of them, and, and, and honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do without them, but we're going we're gonna to keep moving forward. We're going to keep uh, doing what we're doing, and we're going to see what happens. Any way you could talk to the school administration about failing them? Maybe you can get them back for another year. <laughs> maybe, maybe half of them. That wouldn't be a bad idea. But I don't know. They, you get to that senior year, you're ready to move on and see what the next challenge is in your life. And these girls are way ready for it. What's Hardington Cedar Catholic girls basketball going to look like next season, Coach? You know, I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm hoping McKenna comes back full strength. Um, I got a couple starters coming back. I got some good freshmen coming in. You know, it, it'll be it'll be a work in progress for sure um, because you're losing so many uh, seniors. But you know, I I think that we can we can come together, we can do some things and uh, make some noise. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen towards the end of the year, but. You know, that's, that's why you do it. You, you try to put it all together to the end and, and see what happens when you get to that sub-districts. All right, well, Coach Wortman, it was fun to cover your team down at the state tournament. A lot to feel good about, 19-9, the final mark, fourth place in the state in Class D1. Coach, congratulations. Uh, pleasure to cover your team. Uh, can't wait to see you until next year. Yep, me too. Thanks for all of it. Join me now on Sports Talk is BRLD Boys Basketball Coach Corey Meyer. Coach, good morning. Well, good morning to you. Well, your season concludes yesterday with a win. Uh, not the win you wanted, but the third-place win uh, for Class C2. Uh, you placed third in the state as you defeat Hardington Cedar Catholic in a game heard on 106 kicks, 59-48. to You led 19-9 after the first quarter, 33-26 to at halftime, 49-39 to after three, 59-48 to is the final. Uh, Lucas Vote 19.6 rebounds. Uh, and then you also had a nice game out of Toriano Bohannon uh, with 18 points and four rebounds, a double-double for Dylan Butler, 11 points, 10 boards. Coach, congratulations on the win. Your overall thoughts on the victory? Well, uh, thank you. And uh, I could be more proud of our boys to end the season like they did. I know it's not the, the game they really wanted to play in, but talking to them in the locker room, yeah, for me it was – as a coach, it's one more game to to coach those seniors, and for those seniors, it's one more game to play together and and try to go out on top. and And I was I'm very proud of the way our kids rallied. And I know they were tired, they were sore. Um, I mean, those guys they they play most of the minutes, if not all the minutes of the game. And and uh, I'm just I'm just proud of the way they responded. They picked themselves back up. 
I think it's important for your boys to win that game yesterday because of the way that semifinal loss to UTAN went. You lose 49-47. Brady Tim, a shot with 2.2 seconds left to beat you. And you had a lot of guys that didn't play well. And to not play well and then to lose like that makes it hurt even worse. Uh, it, it does. But, you know, in the locker room, um, they knew it. Um, the, the effort in the first quarter was not very good. And we picked it up in the second, third, and fourth quarter. And we played well after that. And and we, we we had a lot of shots that just did not fall that normally would. And that's basketball. And that happens. And uh, I don't want to take anything away from you, Tan. They're a great, great team. And and uh, Tim, that kid, he's, he's phenomenal and is a good leader for them. And... and um, but I, I know we could have played better than what we did that game. And, but you know what? It, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of our kids. They've done some amazing things the past four years. and I mean, two third places and, and a back-to-back state championship, that's, that's nothing to frown about. You know, if you get away from basketball for a moment, Coach Meyer, if you really think about it, Think about the life lessons that your boys have learned in the last 48 hours combined with the two championships and the third-place finish at first. You get the third-place finish way back when. You get the two championships, the glory, the trophy, all the stuff that goes with it. You get your guts torn out of you 48 hours ago on Brady Tim's shot. Now you have to think, okay, what are we going to do? Do we sit and sulk? Do we not go out and play Hardington Cedar Catholic tough? Who cares if we lose? Or do you go out there and battle and you fight and your guys do that and you've learned lessons, these boys have learned lessons, at least in my opinion, you've learned how to succeed, the championship, all the hard work, it pays off. And you've also learned that, okay, it it didn't pay off, but we're going to go out and continue to fight and we're going to pick ourselves up. I think your boys have learned some life lessons just over what happened in the last 48 hours. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that. Before we stepped on the court against Hardington, um, I just, I had my seniors only in there, and I had everybody else leave, even even the coaches, and, and it was just a heart-to-heart with every one of my seniors, and I pointed out the growth that I've seen, from not only from their freshman year to now, but even the beginning of the year to now, and, and it is funny you said that, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a rally. Um, they got behind one another. Uh, they, they carried this team once again to, a, to one more one more victory. BRLD Boys Basketball Coach Corey Meyer with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill here at High B West. Uh, the Bancroft, Rosalie Lions, Decatur Wolverines finished with a record of 20 and 5. They won six of their last seven games. Uh, you got a slew of seniors. Uh, boy, where do you even start? Toriano Bohannon. Uh, you've got Zach Heggie. You've got Derek Peterson, Isaiah Snyder. Tyler Gatzmeyer, Lucas Vote, of course, uh, Dylan Butler. Dylan Butler was a horse for you. Uh, Micah Henshin. Any way you can fail these kids and bring them back? <laughs> well, we could do what the college did, just let them return us another senior year. <laughs> Who was the Little League player back, I don't know, 10 years ago that kind of faked his identity? I mean, the kid had a mustache saying he was 15. What was that? Uh, way back? Oh, can, can you, shoot. Can you, I don't remember that. I, I, rem- I remember what you're saying, but I don't. It's been so long ago. I'm sure it's been 15 years. It feels like it's been 25 years. Change their hairstyles, you know, 
give them different names. <laughs> Bring them back. Come on. People won't oh, know. I would love to do that. <laughs> Your thoughts on the senior group you're going to lose to graduation, Coach? Oh, I tell you what, I'm going to miss them. You know, every year it's, you would think it'd get easier and easier the longer you coach. But, man, I tell you, the older I get, the I think the bigger of a baby I am. And and uh, I'm going to miss these guys. And um, they've meant so much to the program, and they've been a part of so much. And and um, I just want to wish each, each and every one of them the best of luck. Coach, what's BRLD boys basketball going to look like next season? Uh, it's it's going to be a very new look. We're going to return one starter and and uh, a lot of new faces on our varsity and a lot of new players. So it's going to be interesting. I, I look forward to the challenge and and uh, we'll see what happens. Coach Meyer it was fun to cover your team down at the state tournament and look forward to seeing you in the future as well. Yeah, hey, I appreciate everything, Joe. That's BRLD Boys Basketball Coach Corey Meyer with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. You've heard from Dan Anderson, Eric Kessler, Craig Wortman, Corey Meyer. Again, they podcast this show afterwards, so if you missed an interview, you can go back and listen to it at 106kicks.com. Yet to come, Mike Emery, Aaron Losing, and uh, here in a moment, Elkhorn Valley Wrestling Coach Joey Tegler. Joining me now is Jeff Buss. He's the meat manager here at Hy-Vee West. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Grilling-type weather out there. It is, yeah. looks like it's going to be... Fairly nice for grilling today. Maybe not so much the next few days. But I have my eight ounce ribeyes at uh, just five ninety nine a piece. That's the lowest price I've seen on them since I started working here. Jeez, I just got done talking to Corbin Hopkins of the deli, and he's trying to give stuff away with these prices. And now you're <laughs> telling me you got five ninety nine price on that? That's kind of the high V strategy. Now we'll just give it to you. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's super cheap. It's only five ninety nine for an eight ounce or eight ninety eight for a twelve ounce. So that's that's the cheapest you'll ever find a ribeye. Wow. Man, okay. What else do you want to talk about this break? You know, we just started carrying, to go with the ribeyes, we just started carrying these garlic and herb butter pucks and these Worcestershire, a little tricky, Worcestershire sauce butter pucks. You put them on your steak right as it's finishing on the grill. It just melts over the steak. They are awesome. They're only 50 cents a piece. I recommend them to anyone. They are really great. Okay, awesome. Would you grill today? Yes, I would grill any day. What would you throw on your grill today? I would buy one of those ribeyes. Okay. It's a perfect thing. And how would you prepare a meat manager at Hy-Vee West? I always uh, let it sit out at room temperature for about an hour. works out really well that way. I have a great all-purpose seasoning that I use on it. And an 8-ounce ribeye, it's probably only going to take you five minutes aside on, on medium heat, and it'll be nice and pink in the middle. Okay. And then do you put that uh, whir, five-syllable word <laughs> stuff sauce on it? Yeah, you just set that right on top of the steak about a minute before it's done, and okay. then it just melts over the top of it. Okay. A lot of good ideas here at Hy-Vee West in the meat department. If you have any questions, find Jeff Buss. He's the meat manager. Appreciate you guys sponsoring the show. Thank you. Join me now on Sports Talk is Elkhorn Valley wrestling coach Joey Tegler. Coach, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Well, I wanted to get you on the air. i got two sports talks left, and you're one of the wrestling coaches I wanted to talk to. An impressive season. You get fifth place in Class D, 71.5 points here a few weeks back at the state championships. Plainview was a champion. They won by 35.5 points, but you were right there in the thick of things. Uh, you had a champion in Hunter Bennett. Uh, Owen Bondra, sixth to 120 pounds. Zach Hartle, fourth at 120. Adam Miller, second place, 126 pounds. Reed Bennett, sixth at 138. Uh, Coach Tegler, your overall thoughts on your team's performance? Um, overall was good we we didn't end up how we wanted to end up on the tournament um but looking back now we're pretty happy with the performance and and you know another top five finish for our school is a is a good way going forward to lead our team into next year 
All right, I'm going to go ahead and backtrack. Let's start off with Reed Bennett, sixth place at 138 pounds. Your feelings on Reed's performance? Yeah, Reed um, got down to state this year and got a medal. Um, we we always known that Reed's going to be there. He just needs to show up and do it, and he finally did. Um, he wrestled a pretty good tournament, um, won a tough quarterfinal match, um, upset the number two kid there, and then he dropped a couple of matches you know, going forward after that and finished in sixth. But overall, Reed had a really good year, and he's going to be our leader next year, so it's good to see that. Owen Vondra, sixth place at 120 pounds. Yep, Owen our, was our JV 120-pounder. Um, freshman coming in this year, um, we knew um, overall our whole freshman class was a great class. Um, a lot of talent there, um, and Owen was obviously one of them. Uh, wrestled a really good tournament with just a few matches under his belt, and we're really looking forward to his career. Same weight, Zach Hartle gets fourth. Uh, your feelings on Zach? Yep, Zach's kind of like Reed. Um, he showed up and wrestled really well. Uh, he's right there in the thick of things, too. Zach's a kid, I think. You know, we, we, we knew he would be a top-four kid. He, he wrestles perfect. He could probably be a city champ. Uh, he can score a lot of points in a little bit of time, and he's fun to watch wrestle. Um, and he's kind of like Reed. He's going to be leaned on next year going forward as a leader. Coach Tegeler, I'm getting off subject here, but I just noticed this. Zach Hartle gets fourth at 120. Owen Vondra gets sixth at 120. Has it happened in state tournaments where two wrestlers for the same team have to wrestle in the state tournament against each other? Well, I don't know about against each other at the state tournament. I've seen it at districts. And, well, in fact, Zach and Owen were first and second in our district. So I don't, I don't know that it's the state tournament. I, I wish it would happen. <laughs> that would be a good problem to have. Did they wrestle against each other at districts? Uh, they did, yeah. How do you, as a coach, how do you go, <laughs> I'm thinking about this. I mean, are you telling Zach, hey, watch out, Owen likes to do this, and meanwhile you're telling the other the other. You're, does it? Do you feel like you're at a catch-22? Yeah, well, a little bit. You know, early in the season, in fact, uh, um, Owen, I believe going into the district tournament, I'm trying to think back here, I think maybe all of his losses were only too hardle. Uh, and, you know, so they wrestled earlier in the year. Um, and we let him kind of go then so they could kind of establish who would be our varsity guy. And then as a, you know, at the district tournament, we kind of had Owen just, you know, take the fall for Zach because we didn't want to see anybody getting injured going into the state. Interesting. I haven't seen that pop up. Yeah. Again, Elkhorn Valley Wrestling Coach Joey Tegler with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. Uh, Coach, as we move down the list, we come up on Adam Miller's name. Second place, 126 pounds. Uh, Adam in the state championship match lost to Zach Dickow of North Central, 4-2. to two. Your feelings on Adam at the state championships? Um, you know, Adam had a heck of a, heck of a season uh, overall. That was his first match dropped on the year. Um, he has wrestled Zach Dickow a couple times earlier in the season and beat him. Um, it's just just one of those things that's hard to beat somebody. You know, it was close. I think 4-0 to zero was the previous two matchups on both of them, and it's just tough to beat somebody three times in a row. And, uh, you know, credit to North Central. He wrestled a great match. And, uh, you know, it's just it didn't fall in Adam's favor. We really hoped it would. But, you know, runner-up finish in your season, I think it was 45-1 and one is a pretty – Pretty major accomplishment. I think he is now our um, citizen in second for career wins at our school, too. So Adam's had a really great career. All right, Coach, your champion, Hunter Bennett, 113 pounds. Uh, Hunter wins by pin in 2 minutes 26 seconds in the opening round. He wins by pin in 5 minutes 4 seconds in the quarterfinals. He wins 3 to nothing in the semis, and in the championship he beats Lane Bohawk of East Butler 9-3. to Talk about your champ, Hunter Bennett. 
Um, you know, Hunter's right there with Adam. He's he's had a great career. Um, this season's just been dominant. He's on another level. Um, you know, winning a match nine to three. I, I don't know that that kid earned any of those three points. Those were all, you know, Hunter just taking him down and letting him up, and and he's that's just his style. He's really just finished off a great career and as a two-time state champ, the first first one at our school to go undefeated. So it's fun to just have him in the room and and just watch him grow as a wrestler too. Before the season started, if I would have told you that this is how the season would have gone, a state champ, a runner-up, you had guys that didn't place. You know, I want to mention Waylon Warnicky, Nathan Halsey, you had Tristan Smith, uh, Maverick Hageman. If you would have had this many amount of wrestlers at the state championships, would you believe me? Yeah, I think I, I would have had to because I know my, my brother, who is our assistant coach as well, is, um, he was he told me early in the year, I think we can get 10 guys to state. So <laughs> I don't know that I believed him, but he kind of proved me wrong when we wrestled a good district tournament and, and got nine down there. So, yeah, I mean, we had high expectations for this team. We kind of got a pretty high standard um, for our program, and, and, and the boys always wrestle well when we ask them to, so... Again, a fifth-place finish at the state championships for Class D, 71.5 points. You had a second-place finish in the Columbus Lakeview invite, third place at sub-districts at Pleasanton and districts, which you hosted. What's Elkhorn Valley Wrestling going to look like next season? Well, we might be making a jump to Class C. I don't know that for sure yet, but our you know enrollment numbers kind of sh- show us in that direction, so we'll kind of see where we can roll there. But, um, you know, like I said earlier, our freshman group is really great. Uh, and we got an incoming eighth grade group that we're really excited about. So I, I don't expect us to drop off the map by any means, but we're, we're welcoming the challenge and moving up a class for sure. All right. Well, Coach Tegler, I congratulate you on a nice season. You get a state champ and Hunter Bennett, uh, fifth place finish again at the state championships. Pleasure to talk to you today. Wish you the best of luck next season. All right, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's Elkhorn Valley Wrestling Coach Joey Tagler with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill here at Hy-Vee West. Rejoining me once again is Corbin Hopkins. He's the deli manager and the Italian manager, and he wants to talk Italian this break. What are we talking about? Well, you thought that I was giving away stuff the first time around. I got a, I got a, a thing that I'm going to do today just to give back to the community, but the first 20 people, the first 20 people that come in today and give the code to us back in the Italian department, Pizza King. We'll get a free pizza. You're giving away free pizzas free now. Free pizzas, yes. Oh my gosh. Yep, that's just a little little um, throw in for anyone that's listening today. Um, like I said, the first 20 people, so we're limited to 20 pizzas, and they come back and say the the password, which is Pizza King. We'll get a free pizza. That's cool. All right. Yep. All right, listeners, it's up to you. Pizza King, if you come into Hy-Vee West, you, tell, you find Corbin Hopkins, the Italian manager, get a free pizza uh, out of Corbin today. So I, Now, what happens if I come in the door like 20 different times, I have a fake mustache, maybe a fake wig, <laughs> Pizza King over and over? Well, can I, we'll, can I, we'll be watching for that. Oh, you'll be watching for me. All right. All right. Anything else you want to talk about in the no, Italian just department? Normally that they're five ninety nine. Um, I think next week i'm going to put them on with the five cent fuel saver again you know it's this march madness time you know yeah. it, it's a good pizza you know get to a couple parties together or whatever people for a party um and so you know if you've, never, if you've never if you've never had them then today's your chance to come in and try them out all right all right pizza king folks come on into hyvee uh, west 
Italian department, tell Corbin Hopkins Pizza King and you get a free pizza. That's cool. Awesome. awesome. Appreciate you guys sponsoring yes, the show. Thank you. That's Corbin Hopkins from the Italian department here at High V West. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back on the phone line, Crofton Girls basketball coach Aaron Losing will talk about his team winning the state championship last Saturday. Sports Talk returns in a moment. Hang on. Your pathway to an undergraduate degree starts with finding your passion. South Dakota State University offers majors that will ignite your interest. Hands-on learning and first-hand experience is the best way to kick off your dream career. Have you seen the campus in Brookings, South Dakota? It's worth a look, especially since students from Nebraska can earn a degree at SDSU while paying in-state tuition rates. Schedule your personalized visit today. Nebraskans make great jackrabbits. Explore the opportunities at sdstate.edu. South Dakota State University. Be great. Start here. Be at the 90 Pine for traditional St. Patrick's Day food. Hey, this is Pat from the 90 Pine in Petersburg, and we are celebrating our Irish heritage and would love to see you. We'll be serving Irish stew, corned beef and cabbage, and Rubens for lunch and dinner. We'll have live music that evening and Irish drink specials. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day with us here at the 90 Pine in Petersburg. time is the best time of the year to buy new furniture and mattresses at Slumberland stores across the Midwest. Take inventory and prepare for tax time. Twyla Spidel, co-owner of Norfolk Slumberland Furniture, invites everyone to shop during Slumberland's massive IRS inventory reduction sale. Norfolk Slumberland is selling off floor samples, factory closeouts, canceled layaways, and factory overruns at half price. You'll shop savings up to 66% off retail prices on beautiful Broyhill bedroom and dining room groups, plus Lazy Boy recliners are sell priced at only $396. Save up to 70% off retail prices on custom sofas and matching love seats, including home theater sectionals and all entertainment centers. Tax time is the best time to buy new furniture and mattresses, and Norfolk Slumberland is having the biggest tax time IRS inventory reduction sale in their 54-year history. All with three years of no interest free financing. Slumberland Furniture of Norfolk. Open seven days a week, Sundays, noon till five. Here's the true forecast from the Weatherology Weather Center. Overcast skies this afternoon. Joining me now on Sports Talk is Class C2 state champion coach from the Crofton Lady Warriors, Aaron Lozen. Coach, good morning. Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. Well, congrats on winning the title a week ago today. You beat Ponca 46-42 to in the state championship game at Pinnacle Bank Arena. You led 12-11 to after the first quarter. You trailed 28-25 at halftime. You trailed 38-34 to after three quarters. And then you outscored the Lady Indians 12-4 to in the fourth quarter. You win it. 46-42, to 42. Uh, Alexis Folkers, 11 points, had two steals. Jaden Jordan had 11 points, five steals, three block shots. Uh, a lot of heroes in this game, but you pull it off, Coach. Congratulations on the win. Your overall thoughts on winning the title? It was just a really good team win. I mean, our kids fought and battled. Tonka had a great game plan and played real well against us. Uh, we, knew, we knew offensive points weren't going to come near as easy maybe as they did the first two rounds state tournament Ponca Ponca did a real nice job inside on Lacey and I thought our other kids stepped up and made plays I mean a lot of our plays came off a transition or some uh, defensive uh, steals and in you know 
points were kind of at a premium in that game, and they didn't always come maybe the natural way uh, with some of our plays and offensive sets, but uh, we made plays when we needed to and got a couple big steals, and free throw shooting was real big for us uh, throughout the game, especially in the fourth quarter. Again, a 46-42 victory over Ponca. Talk about the final two minutes, the intensity with the game being still in doubt. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, uh, you know, our, our, our senior leadership probably probably helped us out in that moment. Um, you know, I know that our kids, uh, you can see them out there just looking in each other's eyes, huddling up uh, a couple times there in the last couple minutes of the game, talking to each other about what needed to be done and, and just uh, the, the goals that they had set uh, probably last year about this time, uh, you know, came to fruition simply because they kept their eyes on that prize and they wouldn't let uh, wouldn't let each other down and and uh, they played for each other and that's what you got to do in those kind of moments. Croft and Lady Warriors, the champions of 2021, beat Centennial 62 to 37, Bridgeport 66 to 48. They topped Paca a week ago today, 46 to 42 to cap a 26 and three season. Coach, I'm going to take you back to January 9th. You shared a text with me. You had just played Newell Fonda of Iowa. They beat you 80 to 55 that evening, and obviously you said that you didn't play well. Did you think it was still possible that you could win the state championship after a loss like that? <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's seen Newell Fonda plays knows that there's probably not a shame in, in losing to that team by 25 points. I uh, shared with our girls during during our state tournament, Iowa State tournament was also going on, and I think Newell Fonda was ahead in their first-round game at halftime, 60-20 to 20 at halftime of their first-round state tournament game. They won their semifinal like 75-36. to 36. Wow. And then uh, I think they won the championship the same day that we did by about 16 or 17 points. So that's, that team that beat us was a real special team, but it was also a good learning moment for our kids to realize that, hey, there are still things that we got to get better at, and there are still teams that can expose some of our weaknesses. So let's uh, shore some of those things up before the end of the year. And I thought uh, we improved from that point forward. How does this team compare to other champions that you've coached? Yeah, this team. Uh, this team had a lot of talent. This team uh, really the the the, the offensive skill set, the uh, the depth that we had, kind of the well-rounded inside-outside attack. Um, I really thought this group had this kind of capability. Um, so I mean, you know, I had a reporter ask me that uh, <laughs> shortly after the game, and I said, you know what, this is a great team. This is definitely one of the nine best teams we've ever had at Crofton. And you know, it's really hard to compare teams. Um, so I, I don't know, you know, per se exactly where this one fits, but I know that uh, that this is a real good group, and I'm I'm glad that they accomplished their goals that they set out at the beginning of the season. Three seniors, coach. You got Allie Dahl. She came off the bench for you. You got Kaylee Enram, really solid player. But Lacey Sprockle, 17.1 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, 52 percent from the field. Three players of that senior class, but man, they were important. Yeah, I mean. Allie Dahl moved to town as a seventh grader without a lot of basketball experience uh, before that, and uh, she started doing our summer camps, and you know just really started improving. And you know, um, for her to uh, play a, a role, an important role, her senior year uh, was a big deal for her, and it was a big deal for us. And and we're sure sure glad that she uh, worked as hard as she did at the game of basketball to uh, get to the point where she could be a good contributor for us. Uh, Kaylee Interim, just you know. If you saw her play in the, the semifinals and finals, I mean, the girl just works real hard defensively. I think she had seven or eight steals in the semifinal game, uh, caused some more havoc in the in the final game, hit two big free throws there at the end for us towards the end. 
Um, and Lacey Sparacle's been a, a central part of our, our offense since her freshman year. I mean, the girl figure, or the, the girl finished her career, uh, third, I believe, on the Crofton all-time scoring list behind Monica and Allison Arns. Um, and, uh, you know, she'll be missed. She'll, she's going to Dakota Wesleyan University up in Mitchell, South Dakota. She'll have a good college basketball career, I'm sure. And, and, uh, you know, we're going to miss all three of those kids and, and we're sure glad we got to coach those kids for four years. Coach Losing, what is Crawford Girls basketball going to look like next season? Got a lot of good kids coming back. We're still going to have depth. We're still going to have great team speed. Um, you know, losing Lacey, we might not be quite as physical or strong on the inside, but we'll be able to counteract that a lot with uh, kind of the style of play that we have and the team speed and our shooting ability. And We expect uh, to put a real good product on the floor again next year, and we're excited for the kids that we have coming back. Coach Lozen, congratulations. Boy, it's almost like the same interview we do every year around this time. Congratulations on winning the championship. I'm sure you never get sick of it, but wow, nine state titles. You win 46-42 to 42 over Ponca a week ago today. Uh, still on cloud number nine. Congrats on that. Pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks so much, Joe. As Crawford Girls basketball coach Aaron Losing with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. Coming up in a moment, Pierce Boys basketball coach Mike Emery. Join me now is Alan, uh, Adam Kepi. He's the um, from the Frozen Department here at Hy-Vee West. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, what are we talking about this break? Well, right now we got our our four day stock up sale going on that ends tomorrow. We have our Tyson chicken nuggets, patties, and tenders. We got 4.49. We have our Hy-Vee. 56 ounce ice creams, just $1.97. Uh, and we have our heavy potatoes for just $1.68 right now. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about in the frozen department? You know, right now we got many other great deals going on right back there right now. Uh, we got banquet uh, brown and serve sausage patties, five for five. We got our heavy garlic toast, two for five. So we got many good deals for the kids being at home or quick snacks for them. So stop on in. Got a lot of specials in the uh, Hy-Vee uh, West uh, Frozen Department. If you have any questions, find Adam Kepi. He's got the answers. Appreciate you guys sponsoring the show. Thank you. Join me now on Sports Talk is Pierce Boys basketball coach Mike Emery. Coach, good morning. Morning, Joe. Well, man, I, everyone was excited for you to take on Auburn there in the opening round of the state tournament on Wednesday. Uh, but, man, they played like the two-time defending state champions. They they beat you pretty soundly in that game, 51-28, to 28, uh, ends your season. Uh, Coach Emery, your overall thoughts on last Wednesday? Well, obviously we needed to get off to a good start against them. That was what we had talked about, you know, in the week preparing was to try to play from in front, you know, because if you play from behind with them, they're just going to – they're going to sit on possessions and limit the number of possessions. And, you know, we just couldn't get anything to go early, uh, early on in the game. They actually, they actually turned the ball over, I think, 10 times in the first half to our seven. So defensively, it wasn't the problem. We did a pretty nice job on them. Actually, the binder kid, you know, he's a three-time All-Stater. He was three of five from the three-point line in the first half. That was nine of their 21 points in the first half. Uh, you know, and we just, I, I think we shot two of 12 in the first half and two of four from the free throw line. So, you know, if we could have just dropped, you know, two or three more things to drop and had it, you know, even, you know, six or seven, you know, at half, you know, then we then we feel a lot better going in. Third quarter, we switched up and played a little bit of junk defense on, on Binder and slowed him down. I think he only scored two points in the second half. And, you know, we got it back within 12 or 13, but they kind of figured out what we were doing there too and then they were able to hurt us inside quite a bit with the Frary kid um you know and then if, if 
if you try to try to gamble against them, you know they're going to make you pay for it. So that just an obviously experienced team and well coached team, and so it just never got any no no closer than that. And you know, and then the subs, subs played it out throughout the fourth quarter. Coach, I heard Ben Bramer got in foul trouble early, um, and then also being down twenty-one to six at halftime. Were the boys just demoralized in the locker room at halftime? Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say demoralized. They obviously were disappointed. You know, we just tried to get them back up and make them realize that, you know, that it was an insurmountable amount of points. We just needed to figure out a way to get some buckets, and we did come out and hit two or three shots right away after we got them turned over a couple times and brought the energy back up. Um, ben and Dawson both got two fouls in the first quarter, and you know that takes our two posts off the floor, and obviously our two leading scorers off of the floor, and. I, you know, they probably got a little tentative then in the second quarter, trying not to, not to pick up another cheap one there. Um, I think we got called for, I think five offensive fouls, uh, five offensive charges, in the entire game. So that obviously did not go our way. But um, you know, they're they're obviously tough defensively, and they 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 take pride in taking charges, and you know that didn't help us by any means. Again, Pierce Boys basketball coach Mike Emery with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks, broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. The Blue Jays season comes to an end at 21-5. and They suffer a 51-28 to loss to two-time defending state champion Auburn, who's back in the championship game uh, today. Coach, you lose 10 seniors, man. That's got to be tough. Yeah, you know, it's, this is, I think, my 19th year as a head coach, and um, I've never had anywhere near 10 seniors, you know, by the time they get to that, that point. You know, some kids have decided that it's not for them or whatever the case may be. But these 10 kids just love to do stuff together. Um, you know, and basketball is one of the things that they really enjoy doing. You know, I don't think any of these kids ever considered giving it up, even, you know, even knowing going into this year that, you know, there was, there was going to be some of them that we're not going to see a whole lot of minutes. You know, we were fortunate enough to, to win quite a few games by a decent amount this year where we got them into a lot of games and saw a lot of playing time. But they just did a great job in practice of staying together and making each other better. Coach, what's Pierce Boys basketball going to look like next season? No, we'll be awful young. We, you know, we didn't have any juniors out this year, and so um, we won't have. We'll go from having ten seniors to no seniors. Uh, but we have obviously two very talented sophomores in Ben Bramer and Abram Schulting, and uh, our, our sophomore class is about eight kids. And then freshman class, we had five kids, and then we'll have you know. Of a freshman class coming in that's not huge in numbers, but so we'll be young, but it'll be exciting. It's a group of kids, our sophomores and juniors will be a group that have really played a lot together throughout just growing up all the way down into third and fourth grade. So they've played a lot of basketball together, and, and you know, we'll, we'll work hard and put a good team on the floor. Coach, it had been a while since Pierce had been to the state tournament. You finished 21 and 5 this year. You get back down to Lincoln. Sorry it ended the way it did on Wednesday, but. Always be remembered, this Pierce Boys basketball team. A pleasure to talk to you today. Wish you the best of luck next season. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate all the coverage all year. That's Pierce Boys basketball coach Mike Emery with me on Sports Talk on 106 Kicks. We've been broadcasting live from Market Grill at Hy-Vee West. You heard from Coach Emery, Aaron Losing, Joey Tegler, Corey Meyer, Craig Wortman, Eric Kessler, and Dan Anderson. This show will be podcasted. People can listen to it at any time in case you did miss that interview at 106kicks.com. A reminder, currently on 97.5 KEXL at KEXL.com. Howells Dodge taking on Humphrey Lindsay family at this hour Class D1 state championship game. That's going to wrap up Sports Talk for today. This has been a presentation of Sports on 106 Kicks. I'm Joe Jaden. Have a great day. K-Q-K-X.
Broadcasting from the Heritage Homes of Norfolk Studios. My country. My country. The only station that plays my country. This is 106 Kicks. KQKX Norfolk.